Press it, Chuck. Um, that was Third World Press. I uh, received his undergraduate education at both Howard University and the University of the District of Columbia with a BA in English. She has an MFA in creative writing with an emphasis in poetry from Chicago State University. And just this May, he got his PhD right here from the State University at Albany in poetry and poetics. Um, he, he has a book, new book is forthcoming from um, Main Street Rag, Lingua Franca of Ninth Street. Ninth Street in what, what's it? In Washington, D.C. Okay, Lingua Franca of Ninth Street. So when do you think that's coming out? Well, yeah, sometime we got August, August 23rd. Okay. All right, cool. All right, so don't listen to me anymore. Please welcome Randall Horton. All right, how's everybody? I'm always of the school of thought that whoever's supposed to be here is here. And, <laughs> And if you're here, that's great. So, I mean, thank you for coming out. And I also, I want to thank Dan for inviting me to this to this reading series. Actually, I didn't even know it was, I've been, like, I've been in school so long and kind of sort of encapsulated in that whole thing, man. It just feels so good to be out and just do what I really was wanting to do. And like, even in summers, my, my summers, I'm usually away from here. It's the first summer that I've, like, I've been here, you know, this early coming back. So it's actually good to be here and uh, good to be a part of the reading series. Thank you. And, I, you know, like I say, I, I'll be a, I'll be a dove too, for sure. Uh, it's a great thing. Anytime you go hear some poets in the park. <laughs> so <clears throat> I find I'm always at a quandary where they say what to read. You know, there's always, what are you going to read? You know, so I figure I'd do a little, you know, chronological progression of the work or whatever. And I read, I read a couple of from the definition of place, which was my first book. Interesting, it's a book, it's a book of persona poems, and it's a historical look at my family from like 1900 to present. I mean, not present, but probably 1973. And uh, this first section um, deals with poems from my uh, great grandmother and great grandfather, who I didn't know. So. Uh, and it talks about the family perseverance and strength, and, which was interesting because my grandfather went to jail in 1930 for selling moonshine, right? <laughs> which is a story I didn't know, you know? It was like something they don't, they don't tell your parents, don't tell you till like later on, like, what do you mean? <laughs> which was at the height of the Depression, if you know, if you remember 30, 31, uh, I think that was um, Roosevelt Hoover, that whole thing. So it, times were tough, and so that's what he had to do, you know? And uh, so, he, so when he came out, he actually got a job and worked the same job for like 35, 40 years. But you know, before then, the pickets were slim. So I'm gonna read a poem about me imagining my my great grandmother meeting my grandfather, and then a couple of epistles where they're writing letters back and forth to each other from you know from prison, and then one when he comes home. So if I can actually find a letter, okay. Okay. The first one is Rosetta. Her name, um, my, my grandmother's name was Rosetta and then Elvie. Elvie's grandfather. So, Rosetta. <clears throat> How to Stop a Man in His Tracks. When Mama washed my clothes in a slow-burning pot filled with sagebrush and sweet grass, I would move to the half-light of our lean-to, let the shyness of my shadow hold me as if I were a smile that could stretch no further. 
My voice would betray me as I sucked my thumb and stared at her long black hair soaking in the sun. The way it felt like a river fall into a pool of freedom made me proud to be her daughter. Mama was prettier than a porcelain statue when she wore her white calico dress on Sundays. She told me the way to get a man was to bathe in rose oil and myrrh. Let him smell the scent of your skin. Hold him with the rain black of your eyes. Okay. And so these two. Um, the first one is Elvie. Time to think about it. These are like these letters going back and forth. The second will be Rosetta. Elvie, time to think about it. Baby swells inside my Rosetta. Soon to enter harshness I feel. I might come from a little throwout, Hobbs Island, but dreams is what keep a man living big. Like spots on a dice. Life teeters on snake eyes of 7-Eleven. Craps what I yell, stomach five fingers full of shine, eyes blaze red as the revenues came and busted our steel in Marshall County. It's Hoover got us living hand to mouth, not for my wife, sweetest plum on vine. I plucked you ripe, ready out of five sisters. When I lay eyes on that butterscotch skin, I thought no day work for those hands. Cane break smile gave me a fever. Now something, a part of me, is a part of you. I got miles to feed and too much jail time to think about it. In the spring, there will be a chinaberry tree with lavender leaves. This will be my testament, a year and a day. Give my Rosetta a world ain't yet seen. Now, I would say she was pregnant uh, with my father at the time. So, And this is Rosetta, a year of emptiness. <clears throat> It was a great gasp of breath, a painful push into midwife's arms who welcomed my son shedding August rain. Twelve long months of silence, the way we languish each other in body rhythm. Mist is the way you tug my peach tree braid tight against your chest, and we lie spoon-shaped in the glow of a silent night. I long to trace country roads inside your field hands with my fingertips, for you to see the miracle. Remember how we pulled cotton before it sunburned? Elvie, it's a new deal with Roosevelt. A man can't keep throwing dice and whiskey and homebrew. Our miracle will never feel the sun whip across his back or share crop year to year with nothing to show except empty promises and a shotgun shack. You did not ripen me too soon. I wait for the day I feel your strength against my body, strong like the first time we kissed. And this is a... Elvie comes home to Rosetta. So this is like imagining like, you know, how is it when your your man coming home from, from, from like being away in prison and what's that first night like, right? Elvie come from that straw pallet with dust and red clay stuck to his body. I soak him in the washtub for an hour, scrub loneliness from his arms with lye soap before he lay on our cotton mattress. The firmness of his muscles brings me to those hallelujah eyes, and my insides moan like I'm testifying for the Lord. Wrapped in safeness, I forget lonely nights that held him from me while he streams a creek of salt water tears. My hand grazes across the hills and hard ridges of his chest. I erase stripes that once labeled my man animal. I take his lips in mine, where his tongue held grits and coffee. Now it holds the aching of my womanhood. 
In his heartbeat, I hear 20-inch iron chains rustling as he shuffle steps to the center of my sweet spot to be whole again. Those and actually, I'm going out of place. So this is this, this book was called The Definition of Place, and I actually wrote a poem called Return to Place, which is actually something new I'm working on. But and you'll kind of see the the quote like the differences in aesthetics or whatever. But it's interesting going back to uh, Birmingham, which I go all the time, but just to see how things change and you know, you know that whole stigma of you know being in the South and you know what it represents. And so it's sort of like this whole possibility, but remembering two, you know, things of the child. <clears throat> home, home from New York, 2008. Well, it's called Return, Return to Place. Home from New York, 2008. Unlock my eyes, Birmingham, to what colors burst new a conception now. Contradicts narratives my eldest cousin John L. told big ones growing up Gunnersville an hour away. The interracial couple races hand in hand for me. No cops or water hoses or split splashing overhead. Summer midday and in the middle I am downtown, several miles from Epitus once I heard out an image per perfect girl into my third grade ears and existence and language languidly eroding about Gunnersville circa 1940. Each person a variable, possibility nil or what it meant to be black meant dirt roads, no shoes, ankles, ashy white. People meant raise them and put them down fast. You had to round the bend quick or the equation could be hung. The sky immaculate on the hilltop, chimney smoke rising off the very path, leading mostly nowhere nobody knew. Families lived behind pine ridges, their shack holes opened Alabama night and days indoor. Plumbing meant nothing if you had never known nothing else back to downtown. In the tear ducts, I erase blockage, I believe, physical, but more mental. What I refuse to acknowledge, history, sediment, my bones, the mineral tingling, rather at the vibration, racial, racial, still means I have to be behind each opposed eye to be defined free, I believe. Nomenclature, too categorical, more fit for animal, I am not giving in so much as I am, not scared of changing landscapes under the later moon. So surreal could have been 30 years earlier still, the nightfall of tar and twinkle. Each star tuned to a family of crickets tap their song in cold. I can find only one vial in the melody. Thoughts, what's dreams come and go to terminals of interpretation. History, my Achilles heel. No, my foot drop kicks to proceed, moving fast forward through me. A girl, I slapped her blood, it was red. Damn, she said that damn nigga. To my left, full dog was bloomed underneath sodium light exploding a snowy woods landscape am I fooled into winter but it is summer night but the crickets try not to let me forget when I leave this place I forget alright now this is some stuff from Lingua Franca of 9th Street which is a street in, in northwest Washington D.C. and kind of talks about sort of like this it's sort of like the edgy part of the town and a lot of stuff goes on there and so at one point in my life, I was caught up in all that. And so like coming out of that, trying to make some sense out of it. How hope can vanish in a second. Three in the morning and jeweled moonlight oozes through riverbed darkness into an alley squeezed on both sides by deserted row houses. 
silver bays of man's skin who can see heaven. A corroded cylinder delivers crushing blow after blow between rain black eyes until red no longer dazzles. Crushed bone and chunks of skin sing violently in the wind swirl. Maybe the man contemplates family or the prostitute's fantastical hips pulling him to this prayer altar, the terrible audacity of nightlife manifested, and how rusty leaves bow down with screaming, Dear mercy, hope is an optical illusion. From the third floor I witnessed it all in a urine and feces soil room. Cradling a cow crown of cigarette ashes, I draw hard a curving yellow-blue flame and exhale plumes of smoke. The man no longer breathes, and there are no words to flush from my mouth, stuck in the shape of an O. Minor characters in somebody else's melodrama. Hugged against red brick walls, five o'clock shadowed men, stingy brims break over one eye socket lean, knees boomerang bent, whispering incoherently how China white swimming through their veins is gooder than a motherfucker. Words slow dance each other to a slur, back pockets drag a pint of pluck, the seal pop before evening rush hour. Along this corridor, on any corner, a frantic walk, a twisted face and raised index finger brings confirming head nods, the lingua franca of Ninth Street. Car trunks unlocked deep to silk dresses and fresh leather coats. Down from Birdland in the after hours joint, the strike straight crack of a cue ball explodes over a train solo. Women are snake charmed by wannabe hustlers who sport gators and swift speech. Promise the world when nothing is guaranteed except a dope habit. In these streets, nothing but ghetto, strung out 24-7 like a religion. Okay. And the last one from this one is called Listening for the Perfect Sound. Freddie Jones is down on one bended knee. His melon cranium a brown globe of sweat. And maybe this is the moment to acknowledge expertise at nothing except the twirl of aqua blue dice in his right palm beg to differ, creating another proposition entirely. Gathered in the shape of a horseshoe, stubble-faced men fixate on crumpled dollar bills sprawl on the sidewalk. Benjamin staring straight up, wait to pull a case pocket knife, box cutter, ice pick, or any object piercing. Ears pressed to clenched fists, Freddie listens intently, study click-clack of bones, tries to decipher the lyrical code his daddy used one night 30 years ago, swearing on a store-bought King James how he heard voices yell seven, and the first roll gave him a Cadillac, as if language has a way of repeating itself, as if words hold history and fate between snake eyes. Freddie waits to step into the past, steadily shaking. The precise tap is what he's after, slow and deliberate. And so now some newer work. Well, I'm always in love with the new, the, the last one I wrote, so. <laughs> so this is, uh, I wanted to be in it after Fred Moten. Climbing magically and through her window a sonnet, 14 steps it takes to pull, hair guitar thin, Strings do arrest me into water pool eyes feloniously, and I'm holding each hip curve, races the tongue zooms smoothly, my sparkling dome ornament at open slit, 
Another border to which God helped me, I want to say, damn girl, for sure is you fine. In slanted cathedral, lip temple, to kiss it, I need to be in it. Holy beyond, Lord, let us pray. Take my ears between triangle, melody ring, bell, be still, ringing. Looking down at the city at night. Hear the not faint whistle of the whippoorwill scurrying alongside rustling awning oddly an albino squirrel atop the rooftop. The grid of this urban center emerges geometrical, obtuse and rectangle, eradicated on the way to becoming between, between storefront crevices, interstitial boys run and recede haphazardly toward car windows circling the block. One uniformed cop disremembers sworn duty to uphold the law here. Never, it is lawless pictorial misnomer, lost in translation. I can see clearly above idiot noise, blaring after sounds of diesel, the air brake compression to stop motioning. People don't stop across median little kids walk hand in hand, swinging arms. No one taught them. They know to cling, to link, to identify as natural. It's natural reaction against dying. Out of it comes something renounced, a retort, and maybe the gunshot pop, a broken glass splash. This too creates indigenous music, perhaps a rhythm language. Through the night, everything is material, or potentially a new generation. And just a couple more. Um, contrasting resolution. And if you don't notice, all of these have some kind of urban theme in them. Unceremoniously walking down cobblestone sidewalk, counter so unevenly you bend around this left corner, snow falling in your ear hole. Here, silent flakes again and again land on the street, so tranquil, one lamp post wrecked light, lingering over two hookers of stingy brims, gold teeth dressed across the street, bouncing off storefront glass, headlights carry a John inching anxiously through this block, could have been your wrong turn, this turn differently so far than your casual stroll contradicts in life, what girl's mama bequeath them, advice, it didn't but couldn't, can't nobody help the need to survive, it's daily struggling, snow must fall indifferently, the sidewalk kind of uneven, cobblestone, walking unceremoniously so you bend right around the corner rain and more rain trickles on your face seawater drizzling a fine mist on the street unlike previously changing the landscape is manicured brownstone two pretty little girls hop skip jump over the chalk line you do not step over dead bodies will not be here the laughter drowning is the image you just saw a confusion of birds distract this turn the right turn when you get to the fork road your mama told you to choose wisely. All of it comes barreling back down the street. You hop, skip, whistle alongside the girls in the rain. And last one. Uh, testing the limits of an ontological breakdown. <laughs> the title is much it's not. You know. <laughs> thank you. I want to thank you again for being so kind. Sporadic bursts of mandolin over a promontory sea spray splashing down on you ivories naked. At thresholds breach, enter, you exit, 
unrepentantly ripple over into the urbane in your head. Thousands of streaming lights ribbon down Main Boulevard, a dogged rain. Driving cold smacks your face awake. The long-legged sun flashes backwards, dance. You a boogaloo draining down the gutter. Neon glows, false, a moon sextant contrives. Again and again you swirl inside a mangrove hut, eating cocoa yam out of calabash, a small child still looking at you. Music, magnetic and orange ember, the sky, a womb to call home. Thank you.